What's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, May 10th, 2020. It's Mother's Day, the mother of all male days. This is your host, Quinn David Furness, and uh, we're coming to you live from the north side of Chicago, Rogers Park, to be exact. How's everyone doing today? It's uh, it, it's weird. I tell you what, man. Last week in Chicago, last weekend, and for anyone who's ever heard of Chicago, they'll know this to be true. But last weekend, uh, on the Saturday, it was about 75 and sunny. The, the Sunday was a little bit cooler, down about 65. Um, I just finished a nine-mile walk in the snow uh, here in Chicago. I went down to... Uh, HB94's apartment down in Lakeview. She's been on the podcast before, October of uh, 2018. And I, I went down there and, and fixed a light for her and uh, came back up. But man, I tell you what, it was that wind was fierce coming off the lake. Um, and uh, nine miles today on a walk. I ran a half marathon yesterday, which felt really good going out, going up to the Baha'i Temple. And um, was really rough coming back. I tell you what, I was, I, I never had to stop, I never had to walk, stop, pop, and roll. Um, but it was, yeah, by the time I finished, I was just um, one, one of those things where, one, your legs really start to, to just run out of energy, but my body in general was just kind of starting to shut down. I, I wasn't dehydrated, um, it was just, it was sunny the whole time, in complete contrast to what the crap we've gotten today. But um, it was it was sunny, and um, you know not that warm, but just the sun beating down on you for basically two hours is is a lot. But um, yeah, you know what you got to do. You got to get out there and uh, go get some exercise, stretch your legs, especially on a Sunday afternoon. Um, Hold up. Let, let Stacy handle it, maybe. Strolling on a Sunday afternoon. That's right. We got a Stacy King soundboard going for our Mother's Day special, and that is what we're going to be. Uh, that's what we're going to be um, working with today. I, I got. I tell you what. There are a lot of just fun ones here. I don't think I'm not trained enough in this soundboard type of machine uh, to be able to have all the good ones lined up. But, yeah, I mean, this one is fun. Give it to me, big sexy. Oh, th- here's another classic. Does anybody know how to post videos to Facebook? And then there are a lot of just uh, kind of short, fun ones, too. Like, we're just going to run the gamut here. Hope you're enjoying this. I'm getting to my tribute to my mom in a second, I promise. Okay, <laughs> I'm done for the moment, I promise, until I find someone, or until I find one that I really like. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, one more. He was late getting over, but he was early for a poster. Okay, the only reason I, I think about this slash bring it up um, was um, I, I created a funny picture. Uh, so one of my favorite things uh, about 
my mom getting her uh, her doctorate, uh, which she she finished uh, well last month I think, but was supposed to walk. I was supposed to, we were supposed to do a, a podcast live from Texas um, this weekend, which is going to be really exciting. But obviously, quarantine week eight. I think we're on week eight, maybe, um, has has completely stopped those plans in their tracks. Uh, Mom was supposed to be earning her her, her um, EDD, her doctor of education, this uh, weekend, and she still is a, a doctor, and that's the best part, because she's now Dr. J. And anyone who's a fan of the NBA or just black athletes in general knows that Dr. J is an iconic basketball player point guard i think shooting guard not sure um for like the sixers and the nets too maybe i don't remember um but i found this fun picture on facebook of dr j basically dunking on the haters and so i i uh took mom's headshot threw it over dr j wasn't able to get the afro part quite right but i think the message still got across because we we racked up the likes for for dr j on facebook um and that's why i think of it um something like this i want to go higher and this too big too strong too fast too good and finally this either get up or get out the way oh and finally this so, I wanted to do a little Mother's Day tribute to my mom on this episode. And uh, before we get into that, I'll mention listener discretion is advised. When you're listening to the Bean Tom podcast, number one will occasionally use some language, although no one uses more language than my mom does. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. But I thank you for tuning in anyways um, to all of the tireless supporters. Um, we are just kind of give you a, a little snippet of time here. Um, historically, I would have like 122 maybe, episode 122, something like that. Plus, what do we have, like eight, eight Baintown Unplugged specials at this point, I think seven or eight. So we're, we're at about 130 total episodes plus YouTube content which is very exciting. We are on year three here and almost halfway through. And uh, this is our, our, our third ever Mother's Day show, and I'm excited. I was thinking, uh, I actually, so when I woke up this morning, I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do my podcast on. But I decided, you know what, let's do a little Mother's Day action for Jane, Dr. J, I should say, for Dr. J. And so I was, uh, well, I was on my nine-mile walk this afternoon. I was thinking of, you know, different things that I really like about my mom and, and, and mostly funny things, but um, kind of I did my best to kind of tie um, both humor and um, realism into it. And that's, uh, you know, kind of what I try to do with this show in general. Um but uh, I was writing a couple of things down, and granted, it was actually really hard to type them into my phone because it was it was snowing outside, and my hands were really cold. But I, 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 I threw a few things into there, some things that were just off the top of my head. And so without further ado, I'm not going to make you beg for it. Beg for it. That's the name of the <laughs> – anybody who's a Christopher Guest fan will know um, in <laughs> – Festin show after uh, after the dog show ends, Jerry and Cookie Fleck put out a uh, a tape, 
an album on tape of uh, dog their dog songs, and then the name of the album is Beg for It. I think Captain, the the Cookie and Captain, something like that. Backyard, front yard, on the lawn. Stay with it till it gets dark. However it goes, doing it. Tear your style. Bow wow. Thank you for that, Stacy. Um, I don't even remember how we got there. This, uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, two and a half years into the Bean Town podcast, I do a lot of uh, stream of consciousness, <laughs> to put it uh, lightly, um, on this show and in life in general. I, but I, I, I tell you what, it's I'll just it's just the way my mind works. I'll just be lying there at night, and uh, it's kind of like. You know, you get into like these Wikipedia wormholes or black holes where you just click, click, click. You're just hyperlinked into oblivion. That's just kind of how my mind works. You know, I'll say something that connects to something else and it just it just comes out. So um, I won't make you beg for it. Last week was a long episode. I got some chocolate here. Mm, that's some good stuff. Last week was our top ten horse names episode, and I think it was it was really well done. Tight, it was a tight production. So thanks to all the folks back in the editing room for helping me with that. Um, again, if you missed it, go check out our top ten horse names. It was uh, number one, irregardless this year. And it joins the uh, ever-growing pantheon of annual annual top horse names of mine. We now have three because we've done three specials. We have Episcopalian, Pentateuch, and we have Irregardless. So let's jump in here to our tribute to mom. All right, so as I mentioned before, there are a lot of things going on with this list, and it's, it, I, I mean, I could make a list a mile long. That's how much I love my mom. Actually, 13.1 miles long for each mile of my half marathon yesterday. Um, but I just, uh, I just picked a couple ones that, you know, maybe you've forgotten about um, or maybe you never even knew about because 90% of the people actually... That's generous. 60% of the people who listen to this podcast are not my mom, if you're doing the math at home. So maybe you're not even aware of some of these things. Um, if you're doing the math. Reservations for three, Mr. Corver. Reservations for three, because three people are currently listening to this podcast, I would assume. Um Mom is such a good mom that she once dressed up as Paula Abdul to judge a homeschool talent show competition. And if you're wondering what a homeschool talent show competition was, I, I don't even remember the majority of the acts that went on. I think there was um, some flute playing. There was potentially some sort of swing dance of some kind. Um, there were many other things that I, I, I physically don't even remember. 
And then the winning act, which I don't want to, okay, I don't want to maybe get into the whole nepotism thing here because it benefited me, so I'm not going to talk about it. But the winning act was uh, my brothers and I, Jack and Walt, friends of the podcast, and uh, we did a choreographed lip sync and dance to "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees, which we, pra- we, we which we practiced in our basement for like two hours the night before to get it right. I think I think Walt was probably the the, the criminal mastermind behind some of that choreography. But there there's a video that exists on uh, Facebook. I should I should try to figure out. Uh, just how tough, just how challenging it would be to to rip a video from Facebook, um, download it, and then upload it to YouTube. I imagine it's possible. Um, and if nothing else, you can go the super janky early 2000s version and uh, videotape your screen and then upload that to YouTube. It's got potential. But Jane dressed up as Paula Abdul and she killed it. If you want to see the footage, the 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 video footage, you can go check it out um, and find. Um, it might even be like one of my featured Facebook photos, but it's out there. It's not hard to find. Um, so Jane Jane's a badass mom, but that's just one reason why she is the genius behind some killer songs that you may or may not know because they have varying. Uh, They've they've performed in to up to varying degrees of success on the Billboard Hot 100s charts, but some of my favorites include "Stima Kleckler Christmas." If you don't know what this is, it's gonna sound really stupid when you talk about it, but that's just mom being mom. We took the tune. We mom took the tune. Um, have a holly jolly Christmas, as featured in Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Closing credits, maybe, um, and for for some reason, I don't know why. This is just Doctor J being Doctor J. Um, decided to to take out the majority of the words to Holly Jolly Christmas and instead insert the surnames of various families who belong to the swim team club that we were part of the rockford marlins so stima is a family kleckler is a family steel uh, was the last name of the family cyphered may have been part of the lyrics i don't recall um hartenberger was probably in there um in fact this is the second time in what three weeks that the last name hartenberger's come up on our podcast because we did a detasseling podcast with tim muther um I don't really have an explanation for how this ever came about, but um, Dr. J might. You'll have to get in touch with her. She's also, and I'm going to sing this one for you because I think you'll enjoy it, also behind the top hit, Big Bucket of Squat. And it goes something like this. Big Bucket of Squat. Big Bucket of Squat. You're a big bucket and you're full of squat. Big Bucket of squat, squat, squat. <laughs> how how does she come up with this stuff? I I don't know. I'm crying tears of laughter over here. I don't get it. Um, if you ever you know you think of the great parody artists of our time, you think of Weird Al, and that's really the only one I can think of. But make room 
for Dr. J because man, some of the stuff she comes up with in the the musical department is just insane. Speaking of musics, uh, musics, everyone's favorite word. Speaking of music, Jane is a prolific musician. You might know her know her for her um, her rich soprano voice or for her piano playing abilities because come Christmas time when she whips out those duet books it's going down um but Dr. J played sax in high school and I tell you what sometimes I'll be walking down the street listening to my uh mp3 player and you get something like call me the breeze by Leonard Skinner comes on or um New York State of Mind by Billy Joel and I just, I go into like this trance, like uh, daydream mode where I'm, you know, I'm hammering away on the keys and pops playing the drums. And at some point, sister learned how to play the acoustic bass because I just really like the visual. But then you got, you got Dr. J just killing it on the saxophone solos. She's wearing like a cool fedora and some hip sunglasses. Mom, that's that's like how I picture you in my head. So you're welcome. She also kills it at the banjo. Oh man, I tell you what, we've been to a couple Duttons concerts. If you don't know the Duttons, go find them on YouTube. They had a run on America's Got Talent, but they're uh, Branson, born and raised, I think, or Mormon. I don't know, um, both perhaps, but. I always hoped that one of these days when we were at a Dutton's concert, they'd they'd pull mom up on the stage and she could do some sort of like dueling banjos thing, maybe with the grandparents. That could be fun. That could be very fun. Hasn't happened yet. We got to go back to Branson. We haven't been in ten years. I think I think twenty twenty would be would be good. Mom, start practicing your banjo now because she's got the skills. We have a banjo. Or my parents have a banjo at their house. They just got to tune it on up. Um, let's see. A couple other things here, and then we'll read our ads, and then I got one other thing that I'm uh, going to mention here before we close. It's I'll keep it pretty short, I promise. Mom is a pretty versatile cook. And when I say pretty, I mean extremely versatile cook. She's got Indian food going. I mean, how many other moms can make water chicken? Like Dr. J can. If you don't know water chicken, it's an ancient Hindi recipe from the foothills of the Himalayas. And it'll knock your socks off. But it's not just India. It's uh, Mom's got southern cooking under her belt. She makes a killer gumbo. Best gumbo I ever had. She's, uh, she's uh, good at other things, too. Like some orange Julius on your birthday. Oh, man, that stuff is good. Dr. J can cook anything. I tell you what, there should be some sort of cooking competition show for moms who aren't professionally trained. Because my mom would go in there and wipe the floor with the other moms. Even if it was like Gordon Ramsay's mom or Paula Dean or Rachel Ray. My mom would would kick ass and not be racist, which is just, for the sake of this competition, less important, but still a nice bonus to have, I have found personally. Um, Maybe the funniest thing I'll I'll say about my mom is 
I don't know how this popped into my head, but it's absolutely 100% true. My mom took me to see both Attack of the Clones and Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer in movie theaters, paid tickets, paid customers to go see those two films. And if you've seen either one of those, you know they are both hot, steaming piles of trash. I mean, those movies are just god-awful. And they are the types of films where when you see them when you're, I was, what, seven when Attack of the Clones came out and probably, like, 13 when Silver Surfer came out. Um, We'll get a fact check going on that, though. Um, When you see them as a kid, you're kind of like, okay, it's interesting. I'm down for it. You know, it's got good action. I was 12 when Silver Surfer came out. Uh, It's got some good action. But when you watch them with a more developed uh, sense of film criticism or just being older than, like, 14, you quickly realize those. not only are those movies bad, they're really, like, hard to watch. Um, Boy, those movies are tough. But my mom took me to the movie theater, and we watched them anyways because I wanted to go see them. And that's, I mean... That's the deepest kind of unconditional love I know of. Taking your kid to see Attack of the Clones, that's tough to top. Uh, The last thing here, one of my favorite, some of my favorite things about my mom in our Mother's Day tribute to moms, and there are so many things that I could pick from here, but my mom's well-documented now educational journey which is just pretty damn impressive so i'm i'll try to do it pretty quickly because it's extensive but if you're ready we'll go for it right now so my mom got her associate's degree from rock valley college in 19 and then had four kids and education kind of got put on hold for a while then and she knows the exact years and i apologize mom because i don't know the exact years but sometime when i was probably in what high school she decided to go back to college and get her bachelor's degree from northern illinois university go huskies but she didn't stop there jane continued on and got her master's degree in english something i don't know writing maybe mom will have to chime in um maybe we should have got her on the show for our mother's day episode lessons for next year um but she didn't stop there and if you listen to the first five minutes of the show you know where we're going here in the 24th minute jane continued dr j continued and got her EDD, which is like a PhD but cooler, from Sam Houston State in Texas without ever even going to Texas. I think. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe she went once. Um, That's pretty impressive. Because when I got my master's degree, I had to be on campus. But Dr. J posterizes the competition 
That's my mom. The man, the myth, the legend, the white mamba. That's actually a great name. White Mamba, M-O-M-B-A. Dude, if she didn't already have Dr. J locked down, White Mamba was going to be a killer second choice. You know, we had our top 10 horse name show. Maybe we should have our top 10 mom name show. And instead of like Kathy and Melissa and Jane, we could have things like Dr. J and the White Mamba. All right, that was my tribute to my mom, Dr. J, on this Mother's Day 2020, a double whammy. It's not only Mother's Day, it's also earning your doctorate day, which is pretty exciting, at least the graduation ceremony. Um, I will mention, life uh, when life gives you lemons god laughs at your plans or however that phrase goes i get my mom uh flowers every mother's day and that's a tradition that was an accident um tradition going back at least four or five years at this point and uh usually it goes off without a hitch but this time around it went off with a hitch um the flowers have yet to be delivered i don't know they were scheduled to be delivered yesterday and nothing. So no uh, no email updates, no nothing, just TBD. So mom, if you're listening to this, you haven't got your flowers yet, uh, just imagine you got some nice flowers, okay? Okay. Let's read some ads here, and then I got one other thing, um, uh, kind of a somber note that I'll mention. Um, and uh, then we'll, we'll wrap it up there in the 30-minute range. So Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? That was a question, but I kind of ended it with a downward inflection. Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling. You better be writing this down. Roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold on the home inspection market, and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you got to call Steve at 541-410-0316, or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316, or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. All right, shout out to the Samson Q2U series for uh, putting up with all my shenanigans week in and week out. And uh, you know what? I, I, think, I think we'll, you know, this, the, this might be the start of something new here with the soundboard action. Maybe there's a, I, I've never really played around with soundboards. Maybe there's a way to kind of make your own soundboard. I have no idea how that stuff would work. Um, from different clips across the internet. I think we could have some fun with that. You know, because Stacey King is good, but I'm not sure how much of his stuff actually applies to the Beantown podcast. Although there are just some fun ones like this one that you can just use anytime. So, shout out to the Samsung Q2U series because it's picking up all the good stuff. 
<laughs> Jane just texted me live on the podcast. Flowers didn't come today. You may need to check on them and ask for a refund. <laughs> Classic. Killing it. Nothing says happy Mother's Day like a refund. Although if it was the refund, refund check from the government, that'd be cool. You know, there have been murmurs, murmurs, M- M-U-R-M-U-R-S, which is also the name of that famous Fleetwood Mac album, murmurs, of um, more government check money, hmm, hmm, maybe, um, from Democratic leadership in the House. I, I tell you what, here's kind of how I feel about this situation. I don't need more government bailout money at this point. But if it's going to help other people, which it certainly would, and we're all getting it, I'm not going to say no because I can use that money for, uh, I don't know, putting a down payment on a a down blanket or something. I don't know. Maybe I could buy some. It's too good. I'm getting really good with this. I've only been doing it for half an hour. Um, man, there are so many good ones on here. Oh, the golden pipes. Okay, I'm done, I promise. Um, Maybe not for the whole episode, but for now. Uh, But uh, I don't know what I was talking about. Whatever. uh, Oh, government money. But how did I get there? I don't know. I don't know. Let's get back on track here. Uh, When God speaks, he uses a Samson. Uh, last thing here, cuts by Q, and I was going to mention the TV guide, but um, it's worth noting that they still haven't sent me my, uh, what did we get, four copies, three or four? They still haven't sent me my next one, and uh, I don't know what's on television tonight, and I don't know if if and when the Connors is returning Tuesday nights on NBC, ABC, ABC, right? Yeah, ABC. I just wanted that... <sighs> That TV guide with John Goodman on the cover, just smirking, looking like a dad. But alas, it's not to be. And I still, I, I legit, like, I know I've talked about this infinite amount of times on the podcast in the past, but I don't know what happened. Like, I ordered a year's subscription of the TV guide, and the first, I don't know, what, four came? And I've I've gone back into my emails to like find my my confirmation, see if there's somebody I can contact. There's no like contact information. The email is really bare bones. It's like thank you for your order. Don't respond to this email. There's no like website link, nothing. So I know it's been uh, what a year plus at this point, but nothing. So that's depressing. Last ad here cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, you know who needs a bailout check is Cuts by Q because we haven't had a customer in months or years at that, 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 uh, in that line. Oh, I'm struggling to talk today. I apologize. We're almost done, I promise. Um, Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but different cuts by q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving chicago cook county the greater chicagoland area including northwest indiana if you're nope wrong wrong read from beehives to bangs faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between you got to call cuts by q at 815-298-7200 or you can email cuts by q at yahoo.com again that's cut skew you teasy 
buyq at yahoo.com. Oh, sing with us when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new. Just call the experts at Cuts by Q. He likes the barbecue, and McGee, I need your grill. All right. Uh, last note here, and I'll, I'll keep it short because I've kind of like done what I wanted to do regarding grief with this situation slash come to terms, not, not come to terms, but just like I've expressed the, the, um, I think appropriate amount of sadness and emotion, um, that I want to regarding the situation. But, um, if you follow me on social media, you already know this, but, uh, on Friday, <sighs> Wrigley, the dog, uh, moved on to the next life. See you in another life, brother, just like, um, What's his name says unlost, and um, I was gonna say Daryl, but that's definitely not right. I don't know. Not Penny's boat. Whoever the husband is or the boyfriend, the guy who's in the the hatch, um, not Charles Widmore. But um, Wrigley was a a wild dog man. Um, we don't know her exact age. Probably, I think, generally agreed to be about fourteen or fifteen right now. She's been doing it. She's been doing it for a while. Um, she was originally uh, originally named Lucky, the dog by my grandfather, who had taken her in as I think someone had given Lucky to him um, that they had found as a stray. I, I, I'm I'm fuzzy on the origin story of Wrigley. Maybe we need to make a Marvel origin story, um, but. Uh, the dog was then so grandpa already had a dog jack about that ship jack we named the monkey jack um that was like an indiana jones pirates of the caribbean crossover wow things are getting funky here on mother's day um grandpa then gifted the dog to us and i don't think anyone knew she was going to live that long um but uh she did she was a very interesting dog, extremely neurotic, like Tommy Palmisi, if you know the Fred Armisen SNL sketch, One Man Play. It's a pretty fun one. Go find it online. Very neurotic, a big barker, barked at everything, especially when she still uh, was able to hear, um, and uh, not not great at showing affection. The biggest thing was if you get too close a lot of dogs to show affection will kind of lick your face, you know, and it's kind of gross, but it's also kind of, kind of cute. Wrigley didn't lick your face. She like snapped at your face like a snapping turtle and not a full bite, like not a, not really a painful bite as much as just like kind of a bite. Um, and the worst part about this, um, not only does it, you know, it's not fun to get you know, kind of like pseudo bitten by your dog on the nose. But Wrigley had the worst breath I think I've ever smelled from an animal. And I've woken up next to my sister before. So that should tell you something. I'm sorry, sister. I couldn't help it. Sister is known for her bad breath. <laughs> Woo! That morning breath. Yikes. Um, Wrigley's, Wrigley's was worse than that, if, if that gives you any indication of how I felt about it. It was so bad. I don't, I don't know how it was possible. How such 
foul odors could be emitted from one tiny little dog. It was incredible. Um, Wrigley was a good adventure partner. We would go on long walks together, especially the forest preserve. There's one classic instance where, um, we went to the, we went to the forest preserve, just her and I around, um, around dusk and we spotted a, 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 a doe, a deer, a female deer and me being a foolish, I don't know, probably like 17 year old decided to let her off the leash because, you know, Wrigley, you know. We'll hunt chipmunks and stuff in the backyard. So I said, let's go, let's go big game hunting, dog. And so I let her off the leash and, um, boy, it, it was scary. Um, I, I couldn't find her for about half an hour. Um, she had completely just bolted, taken off after the deer into the brush and, uh, you know, she's a pretty little dog. Um, and Wrigley is also the type of dog that like, can could have been or or was very like aloof absent-minded at times wasn't always that interested in you know coming back to you or staying by your side um and so she was just very content to be by herself wandering the forest after she inevitably lost track of the deer and it took me a long time and it was getting dark to find her it was very scary but eventually i did she didn't seem to care that she'd been gone for half an hour, and that was the last time I ever let her hunt a deer. But uh, Riggs, Riggs was a good dog. She really liked the beach. She would get beach zoomies and just run, sprint, and like she'd do this in the backyard too, but in very fast, concentric circles. She loved to do that. I don't really know why, but she wasn't a traditional dog. She didn't play fetch, and uh, she wasn't great at affection, but uh, she was our dog. And uh, she's a real dumbass, but uh, a, a good dog nonetheless. So um, that that was uh, Wrigley the dog. Hell of a run. She was very well known in my friend circles. Um, and, and thanks in part to my sister and my parents who were always taking fun pictures of her that I could share on social media and with friends, etc. So good run for Riggs. And uh, we'll we'll see you in the next life. So that's what we had for this week, our Mother's Day edition of the Beantown Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com, or you can uh, tweet at us. We're at beantowncast. My personal Twitter is at whitebuns. You can message us um, on Facebook, send a a candy gram, a land shark, however you want to get in touch with us, you know how to do it. So that's what we had for you. I'm going to uh, cue up the Tishmingo blues. Um, no, no piano today over here on my end, but um, there will be some in coming weeks, I promise. Or if that's a bummer for you to hear, then there's always the fast forward button. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, happy mother's day to my mom. Probably the best mom I ever had. Dr. J posterizing on the competition since uh, 19 she would not want me to share her age on the podcast okay that's what we got for you let's get that music going to play us out and i will check in on you next week <laughs>